Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Capes and Japes Pride Month, uh, 2021. Um, it, I realize now we are spending the vast majority of this month just talking about, uh, MLM mutants specifically. I, I did realize that the other day, and then I was like, huh. Yeah. And then uh, I tried to think of some lesbians, and I was like, okay, but we already talked about her. Okay, but we already... <laughs> <laughs> We've already covered too many lesbians. Uh, MLM stands for Mutants Loving Mutants. God, that's... Um, okay, hold on. Yeah. With that definition, that's just the entire X-Men series. <laughs> that's, that's, all, that's all of the X-Men. God, I... All X-Men are gay, confirmed. I wish I could remember the source of this, but I was it in the Discord where somebody was like, tell me when one of the X-Men isn't gay? <laughs> was it the Discord or was I like on Tumblr or something? I mean, we were in the Discord. I think somebody suggested a Patreon episode that's like, which which characters should be gay? And Sam was like, I think this is just the new X Factor book. Mm. Um, Maybe I'm thinking but... about a blog post then from somewhere. Also, I don't know. I mean, it's true. Which which X Men aren't gay? <laughs> um, we are going uh to talk about uh this week and next week. Spoilers, but like obviously. Um, we're going to talk about two of my personal favorite, uh, gay X-Men, or Malem X-Men, um, starting with Shatterstar. <laughs> uh, cause I love this bastard. Um, I, Richter, Richter is, we're talking about Richter next week. Richter will come up this week. Out of the two of them, Richter is my favorite. But I do really love Shatterstar. <laughs> um, so Shatterstar uh, is the creation of uh, one Mr. Uh, Robert Liefeld. Uh, and also uh, Fate... Oh my god. Every single time this guy comes up, I'm like, Olivia, remember to look up how to pronounce his name before you do the episode. And then I forget. Um, Fabian Nicieza, uh, who was also the co-creator of Deadpool, uh, along with Rob Liefeld. Um, but they were, um, they were taking over the, New Mutants book, um, and retooling it into X-Force, which I do have to say right off the bat, the fact that there are X-Men teams named X-Force and X-Factor, and so many characters have been on both of them, is truly the bane of my existence. <laughs> but, uh, they took over New Mutants, basically Rob... Liefeld, uh, in, at this point in, like, the early 90s, uh, was an extremely popular artist. Um, 
which sounds very funny now, um, <laughs> but his style was just so emblematic of, like, everything that, like, this era of comics, like, stood for. Um, so he was a very popular artist, so they gave him this book to do art for and also kind of come up with the stories and then uh Fabian Nicieza would like actually write the the scripts after like Rob Liefeld had kind of plotted them out uh so they what happened was they had a uh, cable the most 90s character ever created uh Cable shows up with to the New Mutants and is like, all right, New Mutants, I'm Cable and I'm in charge now. And we're going to toughen up and we're going to be this new team called X-Force and we're going to be very 90s and edgy and gritty and violent and all of this stuff. Um, and they, uh, during, <laughs> as part of this, they introduce, um... Shatterstar, who is, I mean, second only to Cable, possibly the most 90s ass, Liefeld ass looking character in his initial incarnation that has ever existed. He's got a, he's got like a huge long ponytail, he's got big old armored shoulder pads, he has a stupid fucking helmet. He's got a big old sword. He looks like a he looks like a dipshit. But it's <laughs> it's the early 90s, so it's cool. Um and Shatterstar is Okay. So, <laughs> looking for sources on Shatterstar. A lot of what I found talked primarily about the sexuality aspect which is extremely valid because that's the part that I care about too. Um, but also, as part of our comic book podcast, we are here to tell people about whack-ass shit in comic books. Um, and Shatterstar's backstory is so unhinged. <laughs> and I, 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 tr I could not find a definitive primer that explained it to me in a way that I could really make sense of. So this is gonna sound unhinged. I know that, and I'm sorry. <laughs> but everyone just talked about his relationship with Richter, which is valid, but also <laughs> I needed someone to explain this to me. Okay, so Shatterstar is, I understand this part, Shatterstar comes from a, uh, an extra-dimensional planet. Very comic book so far. I'm following. Yeah, already. Uh, it's called Mojo World. Okay. Yes, this is not a concept that was uh, created for Shatterstar. Uh, it was introduced like five or six years earlier as part of the backstory of a character named Longshot, um, who is not... He's not an archer, uh, as much as I thought he was for actually several years of reading comics before I actually read things that had Longshot in them. 
uh, he's like more like a, a probability manipulator, like domino sort of type. I guess. And yeah. You know, long shot. I think, I think a part of it was I watched Avatar The Last Airbender, obviously. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you're like, oh yeah, it's that guy. It's that guy. He's here. Uh, so, uh, long shot and Mojo World were created by writer and editor uh Anne Nocenti, uh who was apparently going through this phase where she was like getting like very into like philosophy and stuff and trying to incorporate them into comics. Uh and she was like, okay, so there's this planet that's ruled by these like kind of spineless blob people. Uh, and they genetically engineer humanoid, like, slaves, basically. But their whole society is based on, like, television and media and entertainment. So the whole thing is going to be a critique of, you know, media and, like, reality television in sort of a Hunger Games way. And uh, their leader is the the scariest blob guy of all named Mojo. And he's sort of, I I guess, a satire of, like, television executives. Uh, And he makes all of these people just, you know, fight to the death and, like, do deadly stunts for his entertainment. And everybody is watching this on TV all the time. Uh... So I, this part, this part I do get, and I think there's some, honestly, some kind of neat concepts there, and in, like, recent appearances, they've sort of modernized it a bit, like, I think it showed up pretty recently in, like, X-Factor, X-Force, X-Factor, in the current X-Factor, maybe? One of them. And, yeah, one of them, and now it's, like, oh, basically, like, all of these mojo world people are like twitch streamers pretty much uh so long shot was one of the genetically engineered stuntmen on mojo world who escaped uh and came and joined the x-men uh and shatterstar is also from there but he's from a hundred years in the future (laughs) from uh where you know the the current x-men timeline when he shows up so he's a gladiator in you know the the various mojo world arenas he's spent his whole life training to you know kill people in the the most entertaining way possible on live television uh he is you know, designed to be just, like, the perfect ultimate warrior. He has, like, super enhanced, like, strength and speed and agility. Uh, he has a really cool sword. Um, he, uh, apparently his bones are hollow like a bird. (laughs) So he can be faster. (laughs) Okay. Um. That seems like it would be easier to break. Yeah, it seems like it would be dangerous, but I yeah. guess if you are so fast that you never get hit, it's not a problem. Ah, rogue shit. Yeah. 
Um, he also has, he is, he is a mutant in addition to this. Uh, and his mutant ability is he has, he can, he has like kind of a limited like teleportation ability. Like he, uh, which I think was retconned in relatively recently, but he opens this very cool looking like X-shaped portal that he can use to teleport people, but it's like he can only do it like once and then he needs like a few hours to recover and it needs like a, a person to kind of focus the destination on. Uh, and also it like, he has like, he uses electricity somehow to create it. So it, uh, just causes a ton of like energy output. And so he can't do it inside. Uh, so I mean, like, <laughs> cool, cool looking, uh, very complicated. Okay. So he's a mutant, right? Yeah. What's his power? Oh, uh, his, is it, is, is it his hollow bones? Is it like any of this other stuff? Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. He can teleport, but only in a very shitty manner. <laughs> only in an extremely specific way. Uh, so th that's largely they tend to focus on the extremely fast and good at fighting and has a big cool sword aspect uh of of this um, it used to be that that was enough and once upon a time you know you could just get by by having a really sweet sword and being kind of an alien warrior gladiator samurai guy uh so the the part the part the part of this where things get complicated <laughs> is Okay, so he's on, uh, he's on Mojo World, uh, he eventually becomes, uh, you know, disillusioned with all of the gladiator murders that he's doing. Who wouldn't? Who, who wouldn't, truly? Uh, he joins, like, a secret underground rebellion, because you have to have that on your evil, you know, alien dictatorship world, uh... And the leader of the resistance sends him back in time to Earth in the past to find the X-Men and bring them to Mojo World uh, to defeat Mojo and free everybody. Uh, and he ends up finding Cable and the New Mutants, uh who are soon to no longer be the new mutants and become X-Force. And uh, they have a fight when he first shows up, because you have to. Uh, and then he explains the situation to them, and they say, okay, we'll help you. But since you can time travel, there's not really a rush. Uh, so do you want to help us out with our stuff here on Earth for a little bit first, and then at some point we'll go fix your planet? And he's like, yeah, cool. <laughs> Uh, so, we're fine, we're fine up till now. At some point, he meets Longshot, who is also from Mojo World. 
but in the the past from when Shatterstar was there. Uh and I think Rob Liefeld at some point revealed that uh this was part of his initial pitch for Shatterstar. Uh it's implied that Shatterstar is Longshot's son and specifically the son of uh Longshot and the ex man ex woman <laughs> uh Dazzler who uh he's in a relationship with um and they uh so okay Longshot and Dazzler go together to Mojo World while Dazzler is pregnant because Longshot has to help free people fix something on Mojo World. Dazzler gives birth while they're there, but she comes back in the initial comic when this happened, she comes back by herself. Uh, She doesn't explain what happened to Longshot or to the baby. In a later comic, uh, Shatterstar and Richter, I'm so sorry for all of this, everybody who's listening. In a, <laughs> a later comic, Shatterstar and Richter get sent Mephisto, I don't know why he's involved, Mephisto sends them to Mojo World, and they arrive at the point in time where Dazzler and Longshot are there and Dazzler's giving birth to her baby and Shatterstar's like okay this baby is me so we need to take the baby to the future so it can grow up to be me and then we need to erase Longshot and Dazzler's memories of what happened. Um, okay, Shatterstar. <laughs> but then, while they're on Mojo World, okay, while they're on Mojo World, the guy who's the leader of the rebellion, whose name is Arise with a Z, um, it, it uses Shatterstar's DNA to genetically engineer Longshot. So Shatterstar is his own dad. Uh, Okay, I didn't understand this when Homestuck did it, and I definitely do not understand it now. Truly not at all whatsoever. Um, I, I hate, I hate this, I hate this part. <laughs> I hated reading about this and trying to process it and learning anything about it. I, I, I don't want this man to be his own dad. <laughs> um, anyways, that's comics, baby. So. <laughs> that shouldn't even work. <laughs> no, it shouldn't work. It shouldn't, it 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 is non it's nonsense it's nothing it's okay anyways 
That's not why you're all here. That's not what you're here to learn about. I just have to say it because I had to read a bunch of it and now you guys all have to hear it. And also maybe some of you are like, I want to know more about Shatterstar's backstory. And now you're probably like, I wish I didn't know more about Shatterstar's backstory. Yeah, that's pretty much about where I am right now. Yeah, the important part about Shatterstar is... He's his own dad. He's his own dad. No, that's not what's important. Damn it. Uh, the important thing about Shatterstar is that he is on Earth with the X-Men. Um, so he, uh, he joins X-Force, um, and he ha- he's, I mean, as, as one would expect from, uh, an alien gladiator. Uh, he's not accustomed to human culture at all. He, like, talks in this kind of, like, very dramatic and sort of stilted way. Uh, he doesn't really understand social interactions, but boy oh boy is he good at using a sword. Uh, at one point, um, during X-Force, he, like, somehow, like, he finds out that there's, like, a, a regular Earth man who's in a coma who he inexplicably has the memories of, and then they just sort of, like, uh, mind meld together, and it's never really explained why. Because <laughs> um, it's... It's just because somebody had a weird idea. Somebody had a, a really weird idea, and uh, they just decided to go for it. Um, and, you know, I uh, that is valid. And then uh, nobody else wanted to unpack it, so they're like, nobody, I'll just leave that over there. Yeah, it's like the one guy who was determined that Wolverine would be literally an actual Wolverine, the animal who just yeah. evolved to be a man, and nobody else addressed it, but he was like, every time I've written him, he has been a Wolverine who became a man. <laughs> and everybody's like, I'm not touching that. I, I will, I will not. Uh, so, Richter who we're going to talk about next week, uh, joins X-Force, uh, not too long after, uh, Shatterstar joins the team. Um, it's, uh, so Rob Liefeld leaves, uh, and Fabian Nicieza takes over as, like, both as just like doing all of the the writing duties, and I think Jeff Loeb takes over after that. Um, hold on one sec. Um, yeah, okay, so yeah, so Jeff Loeb takes over after that. So Fabian uh, Nicieza brings Richter onto the book, who's a character who was introduced in a in X Factor. Oh, this is oh, this drives me bananas. Um <laughs> the character was introduced in X Factor. He was on the New Mutants for a little bit. He left and then he came back. Uh and he 
uh, becomes very close with Shatterstar and becomes sort of his main, like, uh, touch point. Like, he's the primary person introducing him to, like, Earth human culture. Uh, Shatterstar learns Spanish so that they can have conversations with each other, uh, privately. Um, and then he teaches Richter his, like, language that he spoke on, uh, Mojo World. I love um, that. I'm, it's, I'm really, I'm normal about it. Um, <laughs> and so here's, uh, here's part, part of the, the long and complicated history of, uh, does Shatterstar is gay, um, is that, Rob Liefeld very much and Fabian Nicieza also were writing him as not having any like just like being detached from you know human sexuality and like expressions and relationships and all of that um Fabian Nicieza apparently like after he had introduced this concept of Richter being there and the two of them being very close um, had was going to have a thing happen where Shatterstar, because, you know, he cares very much about Richter and their best friends, he's like, oh, I must be in love with him. And then Richter goes, no, 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 that's not what that is. And he's like, and then Shatterstar learns something about how relationships work. Uh, that would have been wild <laughs> that would have been busted um, i mean part of me is like like relatable relatable <laughs> how many yeah, times no. in middle school was i like well i must have a crush on this person because i feel a way about them and then it's like narrator voice the feeling was friendship <laughs> friendship but Shatterstar had never experienced it before um it is like conceptually it's like it's not it's not inherently like bad or wrong or even like it's sort of queer baity but okay, it's not but... like the worst or most malicious <laughs> queer baiting what if what if it went that way right it was like yeah no 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 this you're not in love with me. This is this is friendship. This is normal, like, human friendship. We're gonna... And then Shatterstar's like, oh, okay, cool, this is friendship. And then, like, makes other friends, and then's like, wait, hold on. <laughs> hold on, actually, Richter, I'm back. I think Richter, I was right the first time. Richter, no, I was definitely correct, but, like, I, I thank you for, like, not just going with it. Because this was my only significant relationship, but now that I have branched out and have other significant friendships, I do know that I am in love with you, actually. I am super in love with you. I've really <laughs> clarified that to myself. Um, so that was Fabian's intent. When Jeff Loeb took over, Loeb, I, I don't know how to pronounce his name either, um... When Jeff Loeb took over, he was apparently um, writing them with the 
intent that they would in eventually um become a couple i like how um, jeff Loeb comes into this and he's like no no i think he is in love with him actually <laughs> actually i appreciate i listen i understand what you were doing but i'm looking at the evidence and uh <laughs> truly i believe they are in love I've i've looked at what you've written here and um I do want them to get together, actually. <laughs> um, so it was one of those things where it was like, Jeff Loeb had this intention. Uh, he left the book without it sort of coming to fruition. Oh, no, Jeff. Uh, Jeff. Um, Jeff, you know then... they're not going to pick that up. <laughs> They're absolutely not. They didn't. Um, people uh, were, you know, subsequent writers. I don't know if this wasn't communicated to them or if it was, he was like, I was going to write them as a couple. And they were like, well, I am not going to do that. <laughs> They're like, well, <laughs> goodbye. what's better than this? Just guys being dudes. <laughs> Just guys being dudes. Uh, so for the rest of their time on X-Force... They were still just guys being dudes. But what this does mean is that, like, comics readers in the 90s who were like, hey, this seems, like, really gay, uh, were not wrong. Because for a period of time, it was meant to seem really gay. <laughs> it was definitely queer-coded. Yeah. On purpose. Um, <laughs> intentionally. Um, so... They, uh, they go on, continue, uh, having, uh, having adventures with X-Factor. They, X-Force, god damn it, fuck! <laughs> um, they run into some more, uh, complicated Mojo World people. Um, and then I think in the, so, mid-2000s, uh, they join the new X-Factor team uh, called X-Factor Investigations, where the shtick is that they're, like, you know, a mutant, like, detective agency. Um, and this is written by Peter David. Um, and in 2009... Uh, so, you know, throughout their time when they're together on X-Factor, this continues, they're super close, they both, like, speak each other's language in, like, a literal sense. Um, in 2009, uh, there is, there's a, uh, fight, uh, Shatterstar has been gone for a little bit, he shows up, he's being mind-controlled, uh, he's fighting Richter, uh, he snaps out of it, and when he sees Richter, uh, they kiss. Yes! Yeah! Yes! Uh, and this was, there was, like, I, I saw some headlines that were, like, citing it as, like, the first, like, on-screen, uh, or on-panel, like, 
same-sex kiss in Marvel. Um, and, it, and then it said, like, in a mainstream Marvel comic, um, Young Avengers definitely predates that. So I'm like, did Billy, did Billy and Denny not kiss? Or was it just, like, does that, does that not count as mainstream? That's a very good question. Did they kiss? They must, I mean... They had to have, right? They must have kissed. I mean, I can picture them kissing very clearly, but obviously they've shown up in many, many subsequent comics since the original Young Avengers. Where they have kissed many times, yes. They've kissed many times. They are, they are wed. They are wedded uh, now. Um, but uh, regardless of whether Billy and Teddy preceded this, and there have been other, like, like minor, like, secondary character, like, kissing. Um, this was a very this was a very big deal uh both in comics at large i would say probably especially for the people who for years were like this seems really gay <laughs> um and were correct um rob liefeld was not happy about it and i was like well let me let me look up this quote maybe i'm giving i'm not giving robert the benefit of the doubt and maybe what he was saying was, you know, I think Shatterstar is, like, important asexual representation. And, you know, maybe it's not good to erase that for uh, a different sort of representation. Um, and uh, then I looked up the quote, um, and uh, he was... Like, I have nothing against gays, I have gay family, ditto gay characters if that's what their true origins are. As the guy that created, designed, and wrote his first dozen appearances, Shatterstar is not gay. Sorry. Can't wait to someday undo this. Seems totally contrived. Fuck um, off. Shatterstar is akin to Maximus in Gladiator. He's a warrior, a Spartan, and not a gay one. Boy oh boy, Rob. Do I have some news for you? Hey. I've got some news. He is gay, actually. He is gay? Also, many gladiators were also gay. <laughs> um, like, he, is, he is actually, he is canonically uh, bisexual. Um, yeah, and but I, I, come on, Rob. Come on, If Rob, you didn't want other people to do stuff with your characters, you should have written your own independent comics and not, like, you, Marvel or whatever. Yeah, like, honestly, like, there's a part of me that's like, oh, I'm sure it can be a bummer to, like, have a character that you put a lot of work into and then somebody else reinterprets them. But when it's Rob Liefeld, I'm like, I hope somebody makes all your characters gay. I hope Cable's gay next. Okay, I like, hope Cable kisses a man. When, like, sure, like, be upset that somebody interpreted your character in a way that you had not intended. Whatever. But the, I can't wait to undo this someday... Fuck off. It is also never going to happen. They are, I mean, not the most high profile, you know, gay couple in Marvel, but they are way too well established by now to have anyone come in and be like, oh, Shatterstar is not gay, actually. Um, so I, I'm also like referring to him as asexual is like, like, obviously, you and I are big fans of asexual representation. 
Um, yes. I don't think Rob Liefeld wanted to write a character that would be an asexual experience so much as he was like, look at my cool, edgy, future alien gladiator swordsman who's too cool and edgy for feelings or relationships. I mean, I am also He's too better cool than and edgy that. for feelings and relationships. <laughs> um, it is, it is not, I, I don't... When I see Rob Liefeld describe him as asexual, I do not see or perceive it as somebody who's very invested in depicting the asexual experience. Yeah, I don't think he means it as, like, the queer identity asexual. No, I also, I also do not think that. Um, yeah. So, Shatterstar and Richter kiss. Um, Shatterstar is, like, holy shit, this rules. I didn't realize that I could even feel like this. I'm so excited. I want to go out and date as many people as I can. And Richter's like, well, hold on. Hold on. Hold on a second. Um, we need to, we do need to have a discussion about that. Um, so there, there has been, oh, can't touch my dice. Gonna make dice noises. Hey, I, since I finally got to it on uh google i've been i have been googling this whole time to find out when uh billy and teddy kissed oh thank you not until children's crusade number nine holy smokes okay so that would have been not too long after this but after this yeah that's whack because um Apparently, minor character Bloke and his unnamed boyfriend in X-Force 118, and then Bloke was killed, rip, and then... Oh, wow, Rick- surprising. And then Richter and Shatterstar, and then Dakin and Bullseye, <laughs> and then Northstar and Kyle, and then Billy and Teddy. Star and Mr. North Star. Um, anyways, this has also been a point of some debate um, where Shatterstar, um, especially like shortly after that, like Kiss was like um, depicted as like bi and polyamorous um, and like. I think good for him. Yeah, no, absolutely good for him. Um and I think Peter David was like, yeah, I was sort of like going I wanted to go for like a kind of Jack Harkness sort of vibe. Um and then some people not unfairly were like, can we have bisexual characters who are not extremely slutty? Yeah. <laughs> Please. Um which is like Again, this is a thing. I support Shatterstar and all of his sexual choices when that is like the primary option you're ever presented with for bi characters or, you know, like pan or omni characters, but like I I don't I don't trust a lot of comic book writers to know other terms besides bisexual. Um when that is your only option, it can get to be a little much. Um, but that's, um, 
sort I of a point don't of really contention. Trust a lot of comics to no, I don't portray I don't polyamorous comics. relationships. No, I in don't. a good and healthy way. Yeah, it's it's sort of it's sort of a point of contention between them early on that Richter is like interested in being monogamous and Shatterstar just like kind of wants to explore his newfound sexuality. Um and it's like guys, you got to you got to talk. You got to talk about it. You got to talk and a lot come of to it, an like, agreement. <laughs> yeah. A, a lot of it sort of I think comes down to like Oh, like, Richter is the correct view of relationships, but... What? Uh, I know. Um... See, this is what I mean about not trusting them. (laughs) I don't, I don't, I don't trust, I don't trust, I don't trust comic book writers. Um, but they are together for, um, for several years. Um, it doesn't, they break up for a bit... Um, before, probably, like, about, like, five years ago, um, I don't think the actual breakup is shown, um, because it's just, uh, Richter shows up in, um, Bobby, Bobby Iceman's, uh, solo comic, um, as Bobby is kind of, you know, coming to terms with his identity as a gay man, uh, for the first time, and Richter just kind of, like, like runs into him at, like, a, a party or something, and is like, hey, uh, congratulations, Shatterstar and I are on a break, so if you ever want to hook up, I'm around, and Bobby's like, that does not sound like a good idea, Julio, <laughs> but thank you, um, I, for I mean, that. Thanks for the offer, I guess, but I'm just gonna yeah. leave that one alone. I'm not, I'm really not going to touch that. I, uh, I just came out. I do not want to be a rebound. <laughs> um, in uh, 2018, um, Shatterstar uh, had like a solo miniseries that I read the first couple of issues of and then I fell off of it, but I should read the rest of it because I think it gets, uh, <laughs> it gets, like, into some, some gay shit. I mean, there's gay shit the whole way through, but it gets into some, like, real gay shit at the end, um, where it's, like, he, like, officially, like, ends things between them because, uh, he's, like, you know, he's, like, I, I need to find myself. Um, he, uh, like, buys an apartment building and becomes a landlord, which is not valid. Uh, but then all, obviously, all of his tenants get kidnapped to Mojo World, um, and he has to go, (laughs) he has to go, like, save them and find the big gladiator arena. Honestly, I would rather be evicted. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. The shitty um, landlord. <laughs> this is the worst landlord I've ever had. This guy sucks. Um, he, um, at some point during this, he, uh, he fights, uh, the Grandmaster, um, of Thor Ragnarok fame, um, 
because that guy loves that guy loves freaking arena fights. Um, cannot get enough of them. And uh, Richter saves him by somehow uh, like communicating with him across multiple dimensions to reach out to him and uh, bring him back home. Uh, something, something, whatever that supernatural screen cap is, is like gay love pierces through the veil of death and saves the day. Um, he, uh, is, um, the current X Factor is where the Mojo World, uh, like, Twitch streamer stuff is happening, and, um, Shatterstar ends up back there, and X Factor comes to help him out. Um, and he, so, okay, so, the thing is, I was at the comic book store, uh, last week, looking for DC Pride, and they did not have it, um, and I went, I was like, oh, I'm gonna check out, I'm gonna see what the latest issue of X Factor is, and see if that's the Hellfire Gala one, because I want to see, uh, the panel where Tommy shows up and it's really cute. Um, it was, it was not. That one comes out this week, I think. (laughs) I know, big rip. (laughs) But I picked up, I picked up the comic and I flipped through it and, uh, Shatterstar was doing a thing and I was like, oh, I like to see Shatterstar. He was doing a thing. He had to rescue Siren from something. It was a weird magic thing. Um, and at the end of the issue, uh, some weird unexplained magic thing happened. Some sort of magic curse, like, hit Shatterstar, and then somehow, like, echoed through Shatterstar to also hit Richter, uh, who was not there. But Shatterstar could tell that whatever it was... It, it wasn't, it, it isn't known what the magic thing was yet. Whatever it was, he could tell that it hit Richter. Um, and there's just a panel of him going, Julio, my love. Um, and somehow it freaking it got to me so bad. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. They're in love. And I just like, put it down and like walk away i was like i don't know i don't i like i don't know what happened it truly just like overcame me i'm not immune to richter shatterstar um but anyways now i guess i have to read all of x factor to find out what the fuck that thing was um so if you're wondering what Shatterstar is up to right now at this moment, it's a terrorizing me personally. <laughs> I'm just imagining observing this at a comic book store. You just like pick it up like, oh, what, what's Shatterstar up to? And then just go, <gasps> they're in love. That was what happened. I was like, I put, I put it down. I I should have just bought it, but I was I just entered such a fugue state that I couldn't even buy it, and I was just like walking home from the comic book store, like, oh my fucking god, they're in love with each other. What the hell? Okay, Olivia, we could have we can have like we can have like an X Factor book club because I have been wanting to pick up the just by like seeing 
panels of it, I'm like, well, damn, now I gotta pick up, like, the new X-Factor trait. I'm not gonna know what's going on. I mean, but it has it has oh, David and Tommy, yeah, and Dokken, and like, North Star. I, I guess I gotta. <laughs> I it's guess we, it's it's you know what you know what did it you know what did it uh the yeah, panels yeah. the panels that I sent you of uh David yeah. and Tommy <laughs> running into North Star and Tommy's just oh like I. God. It's just like so I have good. so many questions, and North starts like, "Fuck off! You're in my house. Get out of my house, you <laughs> weird little teen." And David's like, "He's leaving. He's leaving. Don't worry <laughs> about it, Tommy. We are leaving." <laughs> and I'm just like, "Well, shit! Now I gotta. Well, now I gotta start this... reading X Factor, X Force, X Factor. Which one is this? This one is X." Factor. I'm pretty sure I wrote the correct one in my comics to get I did. I did write X Factor. Alright. Um, <laughs> got it got it in one, baby. And I'm just like, well, I guess. I guess I, I can do I that. I don't know if your 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 truncate silence editing will cut out the enormous pause I do every time I say X and then try to remember which one it is. But <laughs> listeners, please know, every time I tried to say one of these, I said X and then paused for a good second and a half and then went factor. <laughs> or whichever other one it was that I could have been wrong about 50% of the time. There's just so much. There's so many X-Men titles that all are, like, the same. And it sucks so trying much. to find X-Factor. Uh, like, I have to manually go to the Marvel.com website to find the series. Because if you look up, like, X-Factor 2020, you know what it gives you? The fucking British show. Oh my god. About singers. Yeah. That's what that's what I want to see. And I'm like, no. Give, give I me want one direction. I want the comic. I want the comic book that my kids are in. Please. Please. Um, <laughs> I need it. Yes. Um Shatterstar also made an appearance very briefly in Deadpool 2 as one of the like many like superheroes that Deadpool recruited who immediately died. Um which is a funny gag in Deadpool 2. Very upsetting for me as someone who loves Shatterstar and wanted <laughs> to see him. Okay, um, when but... he showed up in Deadpool 2, I was like, oh, I love Shatterstar. And then, like, everybody died. I'm like, I should have seen this coming. I should have known Deadpool would do me like this. <laughs> uh, it's a funny gag. I hope someday there's a movie with Shatterstar in it so I can see him. And I hope he has his... Stupid fucking ponytail. <laughs> God, it's such it's such an it's such an ugly, ugly design. He looks he looks cooler now. He still looks kinda like a dipshit constantly. Well, it's fair. I would also probably look like a dipshit constantly if I grew up on a gladiator planet. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um I did find one panel of him being a pirate, and I was like, I support you, Shatterstar. I support and love you. Good. Good. Great. Good for him. Um, anyways, wow, it is 
extremely hot in here, and also I got sweaty <laughs> thinking about Richter and Shatterstar. <laughs> um, did you, uh, you did read some comics immediately well, before we started. Yeah, I started reading DC Pride number one, like, ten minutes before recording. I did not get all the way through it, obviously. I only started reading ten minutes before recording. Yes. Um, and it's hefty. Um, let's see. Let me go back for a second. Uh, the Batgirl one is... I like it, which now I have only just looked at who wrote it. It is James Tynion the Fourth. So ah! yeah, yeah. Thank you, James. Thanks, James. Love that. And then there's like, I can't tell because I haven't read all of them yet, and I know that they were like, oh yeah, there's a Midnighter story, and I'm like, is is this it? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's John Constantine. And, um, Gregorio de la Vega, who's extraño from Millennium, if, um, y'all remember me talking about Millennium ages ago. <laughs> yes. Um, like, he's talking to him, and then Gregorio tells him a story about when he was, like, teaming up with Midnighter to fight a homophobic vampire who stole Patroclus's bones to cast Holy. a spell on them so that he could make it so that Achilles and Patroclus were cousins and not Are gay. You kidding? And then Midnighter beat the shit out of this vampire because he was just so mad about it. And I'm like, I don't know why you have written this steve orlando um okay um i i do i understand now what you mean about that being a very weird story that is maybe the funniest thing i've ever heard it's, i just i was I mean, thinking it and i'm like uh hold on because like this vampire is like talking to himself like for too long, your deviant lusts have been a sore on history. After tonight, oh your heroic deeds will finally be something to be proud of. Oh and my I'm god, like, oh my god, oh my god. Why are you speaking to Bones in this manner? Why do you care? You are... <laughs> you're a weird vampire. Oh, also, he's apparently a neo-Nazi vampire. I forgot about that part, because it's just so oh my much. God. Like, I, I cast I cast Spell of Make You No Homo. Like, why do you care this much about Achilles and Patroclus? I just don't get it. I don't know why you care that much. Also, where did you find his bones? Where did you find them, the bones? Where are they? Oh my god, that is so unhinged. I want to do you think they gave, gave Steve Orlando just like free reign and then he handed in this script and they were like, well, I, I guess. I I guess. I I just and then like of course um John Constantine's like, "Anyway, come home with me." And Gregorio's like, "I'm married." And Constantine's like, "Well, bring him too." Oh my god! 
And Gregorio's like, he's basically a werewolf. And Constantine's like, good. I'm Con- I'm Constantine. Look at me. That's I love that shit. Um, and then the Rene Montoya one is also very good. Um, Rene. <laughs> she gets a smooch, and <laughs> I'm just like oh, over the mask. She gets a smooch over the mask, <laughs> and I'm like, good content. Actually, I That's do love delightful. this fucking like. Sp- Mudge lipstick over this ridiculous blank face mask. It looks oh wild. God. The Harley Good. Ivy one was kind of cute. Um, I mean, like the the art style is adorable. The conversation, oh, I'm just kind of like, okay, it's it's very much like Harley. Like, the only way I can explain it is like uwu. Oh, hmm, interesting. But. I can't tell if it's, like, she's just trying to, like, I think what she's trying, what she's doing is, like, they do say she's, like, like, I have a hard time with, like, the words about this, so she's, like, I'm just gonna be, like, cute and ditzy and maybe you're not gonna call me out on, oh, no, you called me out on it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is, that is good. Yeah. But, like, up until that point, it's, like, Huh. Hmm. Hmm. Well, yeah. Well, okay. Hmm. I suppose. And then I got halfway through the uh uh Obsidian and Green Lantern father son talk about oh coming out. Like the last thing I saw, like I didn't even get to this part while reading. But the last thing I saw was like, you're the reason why I came out. Which is very cute to me, actually. Oh, that is cute. Uh, what else is in here? Not reading anything, I'm just flipping forward. Oh, <laughs> this is Central City in the future. Flash. Um, God, what a cute flash. God. <gasps> yes. Okay. Um, okay. Suna Grace literally just called this one Beat Gay Do Crime, so we're doing oh. great. We're doing great over here. Good. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Wait, hold on. Is this Pied Piper? Okay. Hell yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> this is good. Happy Pride, everybody. Happy Pride. Um, okay, and then this is the one where Dreamer makes um comics debut. From Supergirl. Yes. Good um, for her. Good design. Good design. Um, ooh. Aqualad is here. Hello, Jackson. I love to see him. Oh, no. Somebody attacked the Pride Parade. Oh, no! Oh, no. It's Eclipso! <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate that guy. Oh, <laughs> God loves you. I do not. <laughs> okay, Eclipso. <laughs> Eclipso, like, listen, this is not me being homophobic. I'm just evil. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Eclipso's just like, I I just I need I need this to live. 
Um, I must do crimes and evil. Yeah. And then Gregorio apparently is... It, they teased, like, the JLQ, which they did do that Twitter thing where they mm-hmm. did a poll about, like, which things they should make. And JLQ was an option that nobody picked, really, because it went up against, like, Robins in the first thing. Yeah. And it's like, come on. Y'all know what the people are gonna pick. It's yeah, not like you it have also, a lot like, of queer characters. <laughs> it always felt a little bit weird to me that they were like, we have these stories that these writers have already pitched, and now you, the audience, get to decide whether they will get paid or not. <laughs> yeah, which is weird. Like, just it's like, make the stories. <laughs> DC, stop doing polls for things that are this important. Ugh, did you read comics? I know you haven't gotten DC Pride yet, because... I have not obtained DC Pride. I did obtain, um, Nightwing Bi, in which he was not Bi, but I'm gonna keep calling it Nightwing Bi. Damn it. Um, no. Yeah. I mean, I know, I said... Coward. He is Bi. It's just that Tom Taylor was not brave enough in this comic to tell me that Nightwing was well, by, which I already know. Maybe Tom Taylor um, is, but the editors definitely aren't. Yeah, no, that's fair. It 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 <laughs> could be that, that Tom Taylor has the courage. Do you think that there's like Tom Taylor just like slides a script across and it's just like panel, Nightwing. Oh, I'm by by the way. Oh cool. <laughs> and then like keeps going and they're like, Tom, um so we have some revisions. <laughs> it's just Tom, you this, know we can't do this. It's just this one it's just this one part. You everything <laughs> else is fine. You can do all of that. It's whatever. Just this one part. And it's like, but DC, look, it's Nightwing 81. 81 bye. It's Pride yeah. Month. It's Pride Month. It's Pride we Month. We gave him a Pride variant cover. We did. Drawn by Travis Moore. And it, Come on. Yeah. He is. We just have to say it. We just have to say it. We just have to open our mouths and say it. Hey, DC, Um, hire me. I'm definitely not going to let Nightwing kiss a dude on panel. Um, I'm definitely not going to do that. I would never do that. What would give you that idea? No, do not go listen to my podcast. (laughs) I am a normal comic book writer. Um,. Anyways, despite that not happening, I do, I am still enjoying the current Nightwing very much. Um, I, it went, they announced, it like sold out and they announced like a second printing, um, with an extremely cute variant cover of Dick and Tim. And now I'm like, am I going to buy a second copy of this issue that does not have Nightwing buy in it just so I can have this very cute variant cover? Probably. And, um, probably, yeah. Knowing me, probably, yes. Unfortunately, yes. Um, but, oh my gosh, we've been going so long. <laughs> um, so that's all that we have to say for right now, but we will be back with more things to say next week. Um, and we also have some things to say on the internet. So you should follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, 
uh, and or Facebook. You can find all those just at Capes and Japes on your platform of choice. Uh, we have an email address that's capesandjapes at gmail.com. Um, we have a Discord server that you should definitely come join. Um, it's a very fun place. Uh, we have a Patreon. If you are willing and able to support us on there, um, you can get bonus episodes, watch stuff, help us pick what we talk about. Um, and yeah, if you can't do that, another way to help out the show, if you are so inclined, is leaving a rating and review where you listen to it. Um, telling a friend if you think they would be interested. Um, and just, uh, just coming, coming back and joining us as you have once again this week. So thank you for being here for this episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And as always, <gasps> they're so in love. They, for, oh my God, I can't, I don't know why this happened to me. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs>